brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host, Dario Sully, and this is my co-host, Armando. Hi, guys. I'm Armando, and welcome to Wrestling with Siblings. All right, let's get started with the payback review. All right, so the very first match of the night was the Riot Squad versus the Iconics. Very, very smart strategy by the Iconics from the get-go. Why? Because they've been getting inside Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot's head. And what's part of their strategy is, is trying to break them apart. Why? Because they know that if she breaks... Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot apart. There's going to be no tag teams left, and they have a clear path of going into the Women's Tag Team Championship. And let's be completely honest on why that's 100% true. The only legitimate tag team in the women's division right now, aside from Sasha Banks and Bailey, is the Iconics. Everybody else has just been thrown together, and yes, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan have been a tag team before. They are a legitimate tag team, but remember, there's those differences in between them that keeps them from being an actual solid tag team they work 100 percent well together but then little differences get inside each other's heads egos clash and they're not on the same page and when they're not on the same page the riot squad doesn't work as well as it should but give it up to iconics that was a smart strategy trying to use those mental games trying to use that doubt that they have between ruby riot and live to get to them but in general it was a great match um Liv and Ruby Riot worked well together. What the experience of them being tag team and getting along from the get-go. And I also have to give credit where credit is due. The Iconics targeted Ruby Riot. They knew out of the two of them, the weakest link was Ruby Riot. And therefore, they tried to isolate Ruby as long and as far as they could away from Liv Morgan. That way, she wasn't able to make the tag. But once Liv Morgan came in, it was a completely different dynamic. It was an, a different form of a match let's put it that way she completely changed the entire complexion of the match she did but it also she came in with the doubt why because she thought that ruby riot was actually the one that hit her when in reality it was billy kate and peyton royce who has set that up so Liv morgan i gotta be with you was the game changer in this match and when Liv morgan and ruby riot get together they're on the same page they're pretty much unstoppable and i think that's where billy and peyton made a big mistake. They underestimated what Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan can do together. And now at this point, we got to see where Ruby and Liv go from here. I could potentially see them as number one contenders for the tag team championships at some point further down the line. If they settle their differences and they're on the same page like they showed in moments throughout this match, I agree with you on that one. But if they don't get along and they still have that doubt between each other, then that's when I see them falling apart. But other than that, I agree with you. This is a strong team. Once they get on the same page and once they get the ball rolling and get into that rhythm, they're going to be a team to beat. 100% agree. All right, let's move on to the very first match of the card. Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. Apollo Crews walks into this match with extreme confidence. Why? Because he has been able to get the numbers, the, the advantage over... The hurt business from the get-go. Every time they're out there, he has been able to defeat them. And tonight wasn't the exception. I think the biggest difference maker in this entire match was Bobby Lashley's power. I think he used the speed and his power to his advantage. And I think Apollo Crews knew that going into this match. He was like, okay, he obviously is bigger than me. And at this point, I don't stand a chance. And I think Bobby Lashley completely capitalized on every single one of those opportunities. Yeah. And now he, Bobby Lashley was able to, to capitalize, why? Right? Because I think 
It was just the strength, the power, the confidence that Bobby Lashley has had ever since he has joined MVP. And, uh, and speaking of MVP, having MVP and Shelton Benjamin there gave him that boost of confidence that he needed. And that also was a huge disadvantage for Apollo Crews because he didn't know at what point he was going to get struck by either MVP or Shelton Benjamin. He knew going into this match that he pretty much had a slim to none chance of him potentially retaining. Right. And the hurt business, all I got to say is the business is booming. Great job. Great victory for Bobby Lashley. Let's see what's next for him. I really do see him as a long-term United States champion. Right now, I don't see anybody that could possibly take the championship away from him other than MVP. If MVP kind of gets a little bit jealous and betrays him, but other than that, he's going to be unstoppable. I 100% agree with you on that one. I think putting MVP with Bobby Lashley was a great fit. I think they mold perfectly well together. They have chemistry, and MVP really has done what I think no one has been able to do with Bobby Lashley, and that's take him to a whole nother level. I know when he was partnered with Leo Rush, he was doing great and he captivated people. And at some point people cared, same thing with Lana, but I feel like with MVP, he really brought out who Bobby Lashley is. He brought that passion, he brought that dedication and he brought the aggressiveness that we needed. I gotta give it MVP. He's doing a great job with Bobby Lashley, not only with Lashley, but also with Shelton Benjamin. You see the difference that he has brought to both of these superstars. And not only that, but to him too. You can see MVP is more confident having Bobby Lashley. Well, I'll be more confident if I have Bobby Lashley by my side too. Of course. And Shelton Benjamin as well. So they finally get their numbers game on Apollo. Yes. All right. Let's move on to the very next match of the night, which was Sheamus versus Biggie. Biggie's first singles competition in a while. Keep in mind, he doesn't have Kofi Kingston and he doesn't have the Xavier Woods from the get-go against Sheamus. You know, it was going to be a hard-hitting match. Why? Because both of these athletes are just super strong. Yes, they both clash. I think Biggie is a star. I've always thought he has been ever since being partnered with Xavier and Kofi. I just think that the three of them bring everything they can from each other. They bring the best out of each other. And I think him being a singles competitor could be bigger than potentially even Kofi if that's the direction that they want to take him in. And keep in mind, Big E is no, no stranger to championships before. He has won the Intercontinental Championship in the past, so he knows what it takes to be a champion in the WWE. He's got what it takes. I think he just needs to keep going as a singles competitor for a while and... It'll be interesting to see when Kofi and Xavier comes back, see what position he's going to take. I think he's going to go more in the singles competition because I think it's his time to shine. Yeah, and like I said, he's always been a star. I, I've always seen him as a star. He's a full package, you know. The guy can wrestle. The guy has the promo skills. The guy has everything you could potentially think of. He has, you know. And like as Miss said, maybe the maybe. A New Day is holding them back. Maybe he needs to branch out of them to be able to go in the direction that he wants to go to be able to go to a WWE Championship or a Universal Championship. And what better way to do it than when someone like Sheamus, why Sheamus is a smart competitor, what does he do? He immediately starts to target Big E's legs. Why? Because he knows that if he targets the legs, Big E's going to lose his power throughout the entire match. And sure enough, that's what he did. But Big E coming with the big ending, to finish the match against Sheamus. Sheamus, I think he left, came back even better, 
than never. I think he worked on himself. He worked on his wrestling ability. He worked on every single part of him and he's perfected it super, super well. I think big things are also coming for Sheamus in the near future. It'll just be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, Sheamus is more aggressive. He's more focused. And not only that, he came back as a total badass. I mean, that bar match he had against Jeff Hardy was great. I really liked the why because they showed the true badass that Sheamus really is. And hopefully he continues to go that, that way. 100% agree. All right, let's move on to Baron Corbin versus Matt Riddle. I was personally looking forward to this match simply because egos, when egos clash, people tend to bring the best out of each other. And I think Matt Riddle gave King Corbin the fight of his life. I think Corbin throughout this match was desperate and he was like, how am I going to put Riddle away? Yeah, and not only that, but I think Baron Corbin was also trying to teach Matt Riddle a lesson. Like, look, this is SmackDown. This is my brand. You can't just come out here and, and ask for stuff and, and you got to earn it. And I think that's what Baron Corbin was coming from. But at the end of the day, like you said, big eagles clash. Both of these superstars are stars that have huge eagles and they clash. And at the end of the day, Matt Riddle was the one that came up on top. Yes, but you got to give credit where credit is due. The experience of Baron Corbin was really pushing on Matt Riddle throughout this entire match. But Matt Riddle came in prepared. He came in smart. He knew what Baron Corbin was capable of. He knew what he can and cannot do inside of the ring. And he completely capitalized on every single opportunity that he got. He barely even gave Baron Corbin the opportunity to even capitalize. Yeah, and when Baron Corbin was able to capitalize, he wasn't able to get the pins. And he was starting to get frustrated. And I think that's where Matt Riddle would try to take the match to a point where... Brian Corbin will get frustrated and he'll make a mistake. And sure enough, what happened, Matt Riddle ended up getting the victory because of that. Yes. All right, let's move on to Sasha Banks and Bayley versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Very interesting. You have the golden role models who have been best friends since they basically came into this business up until now. Yes, they've had their differences, but you cannot possibly compare them to Shayna Blazer and Nia Jax. They despise each other. They never team together. They do not get along. But one thing that we have learned throughout history in the WWE is that teams that you think that are not gonna get along, that you think, you know what? I don't think this is gonna work out. What ends up happening? They, they end out. up working out. And what happens? They ended up dethroning Sasha and Bayley for the women's tag team championships which honestly i was expecting it because i feel like it's time for sasha and bailey to part ways i think this is gonna be sasha's time to shine as soon as she parts from bailey so i saw it coming however the chemistry that Shayna and naya had inside of the ring and how well they were able to execute for it being their first time tagging in the wwe i think that was incredible and you have to give them credit for that Keep in mind, there was a little bit of differences as well between both of them. But the surprising part is that they were able to get along. But not only that, what can you tell me about Shayna Blazer? Super impressive on that victory. She pretty much single-handedly destroyed Bailey and Sasha, if you want to call it that way. Yeah, she made both of them tap out at the exact same time. Amazing. That's incredible. But that just goes to show how much of a submission specialist she really is. And she's a threat. She really is. Whether it's in singles competition or in a tag team, you have to keep your eyes on Shayna Blazer. You never know what she can what she can do inside of the ring. Yeah, and then this is also an opportunity for the role models 
they get back on track. Yeah, they both had a little slump here and there, but it, it happens. It happens to all the athletes in every sport. They got to do is just get back and keep playing away, and they'll get their titles back. But again, you have to keep in mind, Sasha Banks has done everything in her power for Bailey to be okay. We've seen her constantly defend Bailey. She's willing to go that extra mile for Bailey, but is Bailey really able to go or really willing to go that extra mile for Sasha Banks? I don't know. Over the last couple of weeks, I don't really think Bailey has really been there. I think Bailey's more of like, I'm the champion. Nobody has been able to beat me. And she feels like she's always going to have Sasha Banks by her side. But I feel like at this point, Sasha's starting to get a little frustrated because not only did she lose the Raw Women's Championship, she lost the tag team titles. And now I can guarantee you Sasha Banks is going to go for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I agree with you also. Uh, Bailey has beat everybody on the roster, whether it's Raw or SmackDown, but she hasn't beat Sasha Banks. Not only that, but we also know that Sasha's ego tends to get to her and she wants to be the best and she was willing to do whatever it takes to get to a championship so don't be surprised if she ends up going after bailey sometime pretty soon especially if she doesn't have any gold right now exactly jealousy will always be the biggest drive in this feud it's always been that way every single time bailey and sasha have split it has been because of jealousy because one has the back that the other one doesn't and i think that's what's going to separate the golden remote and picking back a little bit if bailey has been helping Sasha. I think she has. It just has been a matter of bad luck. I mean, we saw it in a couple matches where she would try to get involved and, you know, she would get out of the way or whatever. But I think it's just been a little bit of bad luck. But I do agree with you. Sasha is eventually going to go for her and is probably going to want to end getting that SmackDown title because that's the only title she doesn't want. I do agree with it being bad luck. But when you look at it from Sasha's perspective, every single time Sasha has helped out Bailey, it's always worked out in Bailey's favor. Every time Bailey has tried to help out Sasha, whether it be intentional, unintentional, it never works. And when you put yourself in Sasha's situation and you put yourself in Sasha's shoes, you're just like, wait, you're not willing to go that extra mile for me. So that's going to play a huge factor depending on how Sasha views this situation. Let us know what you guys think about this feud and what the situation and how it's going to end up. Just comment below and let us know. Randy Orton versus Keith lee very excited for this match very excited for keith lee it was going to be his first match in the main roster not only his first match but against who against a huge superstar like randy orton oh yeah and we know randy's always prepared for every single one of his opponents you can never underestimate randy orton but in this case i think he really wasn't expecting what he got from keith lee yeah i think he has faced everybody except for for someone like Keith Lee with that athleticism, with that power, I mean, the power that Keith Lee has, it's just been super amazing. But he tried to take the match where he always does. And where's that? In that slow pace. We saw it against Drew McIntyre, and now we saw it again with Keith Lee. Once he takes that match to the slow pace that he does, Randy Orton is extremely dangerous, and that's what Keith Lee tried to avoid. And Keith Lee, the guy is the full package. I really do believe it. He's great on the mic. He can wrestle. People like him. I think he's just one of the best overall, and he's going to have an awesome career. And how do you jumpstart a career? Putting them with somebody like Randy Orton jumpstarts a career. And the match that he gave, absolutely incredible. He has gained everybody's respect, and I think he's going to be a fantastic and huge star. Yeah, and if anybody, and we talked about this, if anybody's going to dethrone 
McIntyre. I don't think it's going to be Randy. I think it's going to be Keith Lee. Yes. I just think the power and everything he's capable of doing inside of the ring is what's going to help him match up to somebody like Drew McIntyre. However, I do believe Randy is the only one on the roster that has the brains to potentially take out Drew McIntyre. And I agree with you on that one 100% too. Randy Orton is also, you know, one of my top picks, one of my favorites to dethrone McIntyre. You know, but it's in between those two guys that that's going to dethrone McIntyre. I really don't see anybody else, but I'm kind of leaning a little bit more towards Keith Lee. Yeah, I can see that. But I also don't want Keith to just get pushed, over-pushed to the championship title. Because if he does, that could potentially lead into like, okay, now you're overdoing it. Now you're over-pushing him. So I would take it slow. You can put him with big stars. You can put him with stars that aren't that big. But... At the end of the day, it's what he does in the ring that's going to really identify who Keith Lee is. Yep, I have to agree with you on that one. Now, one of the most personal feuds in this entire card, we got the Mysterios versus the Greater Good. So, Dominic and Ray versus Seth and Murphy. Yeah, Mysterio and, and Dominic, if I'm not mistaken, this was probably one of the first times them tagged being a tag team, and for them, it was a huge special match. It was, and you got to give credit where credit is due. We like to give credit where credit is due, and I have to give that credit to Dominic Mysterio for this being, I believe, his second match on WWE. Obviously, he grew up wrestling, right? But for this being his second match, the guy is absolutely incredible. Every single move that he does, he executes it to the max. He has not failed thus far to deliver. Every single move, he executes it perfectly. Like I said before, you just got to be patient with him and you got to give him time. All that in-ring time is going to come as he keeps getting more and more experience. And we see the progress each and every single match. So let's just be patient with Dominic because he's only going to get better. He needs to find himself in the ring and he's going to do great things. Yeah, he definitely does have to find himself in the ring. But I feel for right now, he is where he has to be he is not someone that you look at and you're like okay no he he's just not doing great no he's doing amazing he's doing what he can and i feel like putting him with somebody like seth rollins and obviously having ray mysterio by his side is what's really going to help him and he has the best mentor at the end of the day yeah what better mentor than your own dad ray mysterio who has traveled all around the world who has wrestled you name it he has wrestled so he's got a great mentor by his side and like i said he's doing a very very fantastic job we just gotta be like i said patient with him and time will tell i think up until this point seth and murphy hadn't had any disagreements i think up until now they had been the best that they could possibly be and i think the ones to be able to break that were definitely going to be the mysterials here's why i say it Seth has kind of been in a slump lately but i believe every time he's lost it has been because of murphy in this case he, he lost another match because Buddy Murphy lost another match. Him losing means Seth loses. Yeah, and I think this one was totally accidental. I mean, you could tell he was trying to go for, for, for I believe it was Mysterio. And Mysterio was able to get out of the way. And Buddy Murphy kicked Seth Rollins. And Mysterios were able to capitalize on that for the win. Yes, Dominic completely took advantage of that. And I also feel like... 
Murphy didn't even know that Dominic was the legal man at that point. And Dominic capitalized on the opportunity. He seized the moment and he was like, if I don't do this now, I'm not going to get another opportunity. He took it. He ran with it. And he was able to get his first win in the WWE. Yeah, very, very impressive. But not only that, it was they took advantage of the opportunity. This is how this match was going to end. One of the teams had to make a mistake. And who made the mistake? It was Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins and Mysterios were able to capitalize on that. 100%. I also feel like we weren't going to get the Mysterios to make a mistake. And I'll tell you why. Yes, maybe because of Dominic being a rookie. But I feel like when it came to the chemistry, when it comes to being united, the Mysterios were going to be right there. They were going to be right next to each other, holding each other's hand. They had each other's back. And I think that was their biggest advantage going into this match. Yeah, and I agree with you on, on that part. They were going to try to take advantage of Dominic's in-ring experience, him not being experienced in the ring, not having that, you know, that time in it. And I think that was crucial and he handled it very, very well. Yes. So props to Dominic. He's going to be a star. I can already tell you his in-ring skills are definitely where they're supposed to be. And I cannot wait to see what they do with, with Dominic Mysterio moving forward. All right, let's move on to the main event. Okay, so this is where things start to get a little interesting because we're supposed to get a triple threat. It's supposed to be Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman versus The Fiend for the Universal Championship. However, this match starts off with The Fiend not even being able to finish his entrance, getting attacked by Braun Strowman. The match starts and there's no Roman Reigns. From the get-go, smart, smart strategy by Braun Strowman. I got to give him credit from the beginning because he's like, okay, I go out there, I'll attack him before Roman Reigns comes out there and I may be able to get the win and get this over with. But it didn't work out that way because The Fiend, as much as Braun Strowman kept on coming towards him, he just kept on getting up and there was no way of him defeating him. The Fiend just controlled this entire match. It was The Fiend from the beginning to pretty much the end of this match and I honestly was very surprised because I know what the Fiend is capable of but with the power and the size of Braun Strowman I expected him to get a little more out during this match but I was completely wrong about that and not only that but Braun Strowman didn't let the head games get to him if anybody's not gonna let their head games from the Fiend get to him it's gonna be Braun Strowman and here's where things start to get very very interesting because the ring pretty much gets broken let's just put it that way right between braun and the fiend the size of these men they basically tear the ring apart and at this point they're both just laying in the middle of the ring and all of a sudden roman reigns walks down the ramp signs the contract inserts himself into this match immediately the first thing he does is try to go for the pin for the Fiend and then go for the pin with Braun Strowman and he's unable to do that so he struggles just a little bit and trust me I understand it's the ultimate heel move of course this is what you want to do you want to cheat you want to get every single advantage and every opportunity that you can to win however I believe he should have just been in the match since the very beginning yeah smart strategy by Roman Reigns I'll give him credit for that he did what he had to do to win the match. But me personally, it would have been better if he would have been in the match from the beginning. But again, give Roman Reigns credit for being champion, for doing what he did and how he got the championship. It was a smart idea. 
and you could already see the effects of Paul Heyman starting to rub on him. That was a move, something that Paul Heyman would do. Yes, and that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Putting Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman is the most genius thing anybody has done. It's a long time coming. We know sometimes WWE likes to dig into the long-term storytellings, and I do storytelling, and I do believe this is one of those stories. He took Roman Reigns, and he's going to completely transform Roman, and we're finally going to get badass yo Roman that everybody deserves. Yeah, putting him with Paul Heyman was, was a great idea. I think it was best for, for Roman Reigns. I think he needed this, this change, and he's going to come back stronger than ever. I think one of the things that they really nailed during this match is having Roman pin Braun Strowman. If he would have pinned The Fiend, I think that's where we would have had an issue because then it would have been like, really, you had the, the Fiend win just so that Roman can just pin him just like that from coming back. And we know that every time The Fiend takes a clean loss, it kind of hurts who The Fiend is a little bit. And I think it was brilliant to have them have Roman pin Braun Strowman. I agree. I thought it was a smart, smart move for them to have Roman pin Braun Strowman. And as they like to say, business is booming. It really is. The big dog is back, and I can guarantee you no one's taking that championship from him for a really, really, really long, long time. Yeah, it's going to be tough to dethrone Roman Reigns, so we'll see what, what happens, and looks like that's all we have for tonight. Yes, unfortunately, this episode has come to an end. But you can keep up with us on social media. We do have a Twitter at WWS Siblings, Instagram, Wrestling with Siblings, and of course on Facebook, Wrestling with Siblings. You can also find us on our website at www.wrestlingwithsiblings.com. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Become a part of the siblings today. And for those of you that do not know what WWS stands for, Amanda, what does WWS stand for? Wrestling with Siblings. Thank you guys so much and see you guys next time.